0: Welcome back to the Sort of Star Wars podcast, the podcast that's sort about Star Wars and sort about everything else, and today is going to be about unconventional Christmas movies, and I have Melody here with me, so let's get started.
1: This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. That's it up, fuzzball. I feel the force. Hi.
0: Melody, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Welcome to our basement.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. What a warm it's, welcome.
1: It's really nice to have you on the podcast tonight. Yes. A little treat for our listeners.
0: <laughs> yes. Hi, my name is Ryan, and um, in my spare time, I um, trade money for food wow. and lodging.
1: Nice. That's an interesting hobby. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. So, like I said, we're talking about unconventional Christmas movies. Yes. All right. So, this was something that I thought of this year because it seems like every year people talk about their favorite Christmas movies and Die Hard is always at the top. (laughs) Like, people are always like, oh, yeah, Die Hard. Yeah. Because, like, people, you know, you expect, like... White Christmas, or Elf, or something like that, but people like the cool people, or it's like, yeah, Die Hard, right? All the cool people, yeah, yeah. So, if you want to listen to someone talk about Die Hard, you should head over to our uh, other sister podcast, podcast. Sister Podcast, uh, Silver Screen and Television Dreams, because they did a whole episode about Die Hard, and I've yet to see it, Mm. so I need to watch it so I can listen to that episode. And see what it's like. Um, so we found like a whole list of unconventional Christmas movies, movies that aren't necessarily about
1: Christmas but happen at Christmas time. I kind of got the. Do you think they have to happen at Christmas time, or just people watch them at Christmas time? I feel like they're just like winter movies, mm. like movies that that take place in the winter, yeah, or that don't even take place in the winter, but people watch at Christmas time. What I, if,
0: I did think of some, and we wanted to pick two movies that we hadn't seen before. Yeah. Or at least couldn't remember seeing. Right, right, right. And I I came up with a quick list of other ones that we have seen. Okay. That were kind of, I would consider unconventional Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Just so you guys kind of get an idea. While You Were Sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, just Friends. Yeah. And Catch Me If You Can. Are three that I thought of as unconventional Christmas movies. You think, uh, I uh, don't know. We have seen. I don't
1: think I would say Catch Me If You Can is a Christmas movie. Uh,
0: I, I would say just because every year um, Frank calls... Right, that's his name? Frank? Frank? Yeah, Frank? that sounds right. Calls... Uh,
1: oh, what's his name?
0: Tom Hanks' character. Oh. Uh, Anyways... He, gotcha. calls him, he calls him on Christmas every year because okay. he's lonely. Gotcha. And it becomes like a thing that they do. For mm. some reason, also Harry Potter feels like a Christmas movie kind of.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's true.
0: But it also at Halloween time, I'm like, oh, Harry Potter's a Halloween movie. So <laughs> I think there's just big events that happen around Christmas. I mean, Christmas time right. in Harry Potter, it's always like... Everyone goes home except Harry Potter, right, nowhere to go, right. and so it's like a fun time for Harry Potter. But yeah, it's
1: almost like like some part of the storyline focuses on Christmas. Like I'm thinking, Just Friends seems like it's really focused on Christmas. To me, that one's like almost a Christmas movie. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Have you ever been at Christmas time and you're like, "Oh, we should watch Just Friends." Mm, so it's
1: a. I don't know. No, I guess not but yeah. it's it definitely takes place over Christmas I mean like right. that's why he goes home right, so I don't know but I get what you mean,
0: yeah, but cool. we decided to focus on two movies that were not conventional Christmas movies and that we hadn't seen, and we ended up with trading places mm-hmm. and Batman returns mm-hmm. okay
1: and we found these on a list right. on the on the line, <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the
0: interwebs. (laughs) And uh, let's start talking about Trading Places. Okay. We watched that one first. Mm -hmm. Um, It was made in 1983, which interestingly enough was the year after John Belushi died.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yes. I remember seeing the opening credits and we saw James Belushi. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Jim Belushi. Yeah. Right. But then he wasn't in the movie for almost all of it. Right until like the the third act, he was like at the very end scene like situation a
1: comic relief basically. Right yeah. was
0: uh, Jim Belushi, which was John Belushi's brother,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and John Belushi was uh, an SNL actor, and mm-hmm. him and Dan Aykroyd did um, Blues Brothers together. They actually did three movies together, um, from like seventy. 70- to 79 okay um, and then he died in 82 okay John Belushi and so Dan Aykroyd made this movie and I thought it was interesting that Jim Belushi would be in it yeah um, anyways hmm. interesting tidbit I thought yeah so this movie stars Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy and basically the premise is that there's one really rich guy Dan Aykroyd and there's one really poor guy uh, Eddie Murphy and they switch lives for a bit I actually really like the premise of the movie yeah it wasn't just like uh they woke up and they were it wasn't like a freaky friday thing right we're like no your life is better than mine and my life is you know i want to have your life like those type of movies where they switch lives yeah um and they realize how how good they have it or i don't know how those movies turn out Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um it's a good storyline Yeah, I thought it was interesting to have, like, the two rich guys, like, um, this would be Dan Aykroyd's bosses, are, like, orchestrating the whole thing. They bet on it. They said, I bet that this, you know, I bet they can switch places and they would, if they had different environments, they would be different people. Right. Which turned out to be true. Yeah. Um, So, I I like the premise. Um, Something else that I thought of is... Dan Aykroyd, uh, I mean, he's younger in this movie for sure. Yeah. Um, and his love interest in the movie is Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is not the only quote Christmas movie that they are in together. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you think of what the other one might be? Think specifically of Jamie Lee Curtis in a Christmas movie.
1: Uh, I don't know a whole lot of her movies. You don't need to know a whole lot. I know her in Freaky Friday,
0: right? Right, which is interesting because that's like the same sort of situation. Yeah. Um. Think of my parents. Oh.
1: <laughs> Christmas with the cranks. Yes, Christmas really? with the
0: cranks. Yep. Uh. So Dan Aykroyd is like the guy in like the neighborhood. Oh, who's like the one that's like, no, you guys have to put up the snowman, and you guys have to, you know, you can't leave, and you have to do all this stuff, and uh, you have to follow I them. haven't
1: seen enough of that movie. He's like to the head of the neighborhood. Gotcha. I saw it one time, I think,
0: and that was enough. But uh, yeah, um, this movie definitely I wouldn't consider a Christmas classic.
1: No, <laughs> I don't think it aged well at all i don't even i don't even think when it was made like i don't know it doesn't yeah i don't think i would recommend it
0: (laughs) well i think coming off of like a lot of the maybe not a lot a good amount of the actors and the comedy style is snl yeah because a lot of these people are coming from snl yeah and snl especially back then was like very I'll say edgy or like would push the boundaries of what was allowed on t v yeah, and that's why they showed it at midnight or eleven yeah. thirty or whatever, okay. I get that, and so like there's like a lot of vulgarity, nudity, yeah, the n word, yeah, and so, racism, yes, blatant racism, yes, um, and so yeah, it definitely didn't age well, it's definitely mm-hmm. not one that like. I will ever go back to a Christmas time and no. be like, oh, we should watch Trading Places. No. Um, I'm not sure if I'll ever go back and watch it again.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but the two lead guys I think are hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did spend a good portion of the movie like enjoying the comedy. Right. Right. Um Of course some of the comedy is based on what we just talked about. Um, not not all of it, but right. a lot of it. Eddie Murphy's hilarious. Um, i was reminded how in this movie how i don't know anything about stocks <laughs> yeah. or, or futures I was or... <laughs> say,
1: yeah i felt like either i was conf- well yeah most of the movie i was like oh that seems not appropriate um or especially closer to the end i was like uh i don't really understand what's going on right. here a lot of the like Stuff on the train or subway, whatever it was at the end. That was yes. all very confusing. Yeah. And then just from there it just seemed like it got way over my head. Um so yeah, that was kinda confusing and weird.
0: Yeah, and it was like uh the train scene at the end was just like really out there with <laughs> like it was like that classic like um Abbott and Costello type mm. of or three stooges yeah, like yeah. comedy where like a person in an ape costume can be confused, or a gorilla costume can be confused as a gorilla. Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, that's not a gorilla, right? right? <laughs> so, but that was, like, one of the, like, main things at the end of the movie. Like, a yeah. guy's in a gorilla costume, and everyone thinks he's an actual gorilla. I'm like, this is very, like... Yeah. Um, gimmicky. Yes, yeah. gimmicky. But, again, SNL humor, I think, had something yeah, to do true. with it. Um, But... It was interesting. We talked about Jamie Lee Curtis. She plays a prostitute in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and we're like, "What was up with '80s movies and like <laughs> people falling in love with prostitutes?" So it's yeah. just like, what do they call it—making an honest woman out of them, or whatever? <laughs> how did, didn't they word it that way in the movie?
1: Uh, I think so. Yeah, I forget how how it was worded, but strange. I feel Could like
0: this one and what was the other one we thought of? Um. Um, She's no, some
1: I want to say pretty. The one with Sandra not Bullock, pretty women, yeah. Pretty, pretty or pretty no, woman. um, not Sandra Bullock, I'm thinking little women and <laughs> pretty women. I don't remember pretty any woman.
0: prostitutes and little women, but
1: is it pretty woman? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah, with okay. um,
0: Julia Roberts. Yes, yes. I don't think that was 80s though, right? That's uh, ha- that's gotta be 90s. I don't
1: know, it's gotta be 90s. somewhere close to there. I don't know. I feel like um trading places it could be like it, it like you said it, it's a good storyline i feel mm-hmm. like it could be redone yeah pretty well i mean it's kind of a and then just get rid of the old one
0: it's <laughs> definitely a re uh, a common trope i think like two people switching mm-hmm. yeah, lives yeah, yeah, yeah. for a short time right but this one i thought was interesting well i guess the other ones are like i think like most of the time it is like i said where like the person looks at someone else and they're like oh they're so lucky because they yeah. get to do this but this one it was like the two people despise each other yeah. um well, I guess that's normal well
1: and I no yeah I feel like the ending on this one had a bit more of a twist than the typical right. like I wasn't I I despise predictable movies right uh if I feel like I can figure out the ending I'm not even gonna watch it <laughs> you know that right and that's uh, why we keep watching The Notebook over and over <laughs> But um, this, yeah, this one was not that way. So, yeah, that was good, I thought.
0: Because they actually had somebody who could, who they could go after that caused
1: their issues. Yeah. Um, And they kind of like, you know, stuck it to them in such a unique way that I couldn't even follow it. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. You would have to be like a stockbroker to understand what happens at the end of this. Yeah. And I wonder if the. The pits are still like that today. That's what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Where like the market opens and there's just people screaming and yelling and throwing paper and there's (laughs) like who's recording all this? Right. There's people buying and selling like just by well they were like
1: writing it down on pieces of paper. That's that's what they were. And at one point, like Dan Aykroyd,
0: you can see the paper he's holding. It's (laughs) literally just covered in scribbles. (laughs) Like he's not actually writing anything. Um. So, what would you rate this movie um, on a level or on a scale from 1 to 10, uh, like just generally? Like a scale from 1 to 10, what would you rate this
1: movie? Um, like watchability, I would say. Yeah. I would say maybe like a 3. Really? Yeah. Just for the storyline. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I s- thought it was pretty crass. Yeah. there's A lot of, yeah.
0: I think that I would rate the T V version of this <laughs> six and a half. <laughs> I said six and a half thinking about not thinking about like the plot and the acting and yeah, the comedy. Yeah. Um taking out the like cringe parts yeah. uh that just I'm sure were hilarious at the time <laughs> but are not as funny now. We're just like, ooh yeah, hey. it's like
1: I just feel really <laughs> bad for Eddie Murphy having yeah. to play in that movie, yeah, uh, and act like it was funny. Right, I don't know. Right,
0: um, and any t- I do feel like though, any time that the like derogatory terms were used by white people in the movie, it was never like that wasn't the funny part. That was like blatantly obvious that these people that yeah. the person saying it What's- was being. Right, like, right. Ignorant. Right, right. So it wasn't like they were like promoting it, but it's just that them using the language that they yeah. did was I I don't know. Would, yeah, it just offensive. seems
1: like it's like not worth it for the joke yeah. to like use that kind of language. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah.
0: It's so easy to not use that language.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: uh-huh. anyways. Uh what would you rate it on a level of Christmasiness?
1: Mm, that's a good differentiator i i really didn't understand the tie to christmas at all i mean it was winter in philly yeah so that's it
0: what is the christmas part of it none of it so there was (laughs) yes so there are some really they're having a christmas party and he dresses up as santa and everybody thinks that's normal to have him there Mm. Um at one point they show her apartment oh, and right, she's got right, like right. a little like happy holidays sc- merry christmas <laughs> type of thing. I didn't even think about any of that. Um I don't know if it's even snowing at any point.
1: Yeah, well I don't think it's snowing, but there's definitely snow on the ground.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, but not a whole lot of Christmas. I mean it's obviously cold out, but Yeah,
1: I would say maybe like a 4
0: yeah, I said.
1: How many snowflakes would you write it?
0: <laughs> uh, two. Two yeah. snowflakes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say pretty low. Yeah. Um, like you didn't even notice the Christmas right. stuff. Right. <laughs> if it wasn't on a list of unconventional Christmas movies and I just watched it, yeah. I wouldn't think of it as an unconventional Christmas Not movie. Not at all. And that's, I. where's the differentiation between Christmas movie and unconventional yeah. Like what happens at White Christmas that makes it a white Christmas movie mm. or that makes it a Christmas movie. It's just happening at Christmas time. It's just that it's become a right. Christmas movie. Well, Christmas
1: is mentioned a lot in White Christmas. Is it though? Yeah. I think.
0: I mean, they're just like having this show <laughs> on Christmas Day. I mean, Elf is purely based around right, Santa right, right. coming. So that right. is Christmas. Or Ryan,
1: what is Christmas about to you? (laughs) Not that,
0: (laughs) but like the old old movies, like Rudolph. Obviously, that's about Christmas. Or Santa Claus is coming to town. That's about Christmas. Yeah, Um, it's a wonderful life. Happens on Christmas.
1: Mm, Would we say that?
0: (laughs) There's something about just like feeling good about the ending of a movie Mm -hmm. that makes it a Christmas movie. Mm. It's got to have snow (laughs) and a happy ending. And it it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Hallmark has taught us that anything—it's that. Yeah, I do a warm feel ending like, and snow.
1: I do feel like there's something about like winter time, which is like weird, you know. Like you could have a like, what does it matter? It's fake, and you're in your house watching it. But for some reason, if there's snow and it's wintertime, like it makes it feel like a Christmas movie. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of funny to me because there's countries that don't have snow right at christmas time. there are states that don't have snow christmas i was just time. wondering
0: if people in florida look for yeah. snow and christmas <laughs> movies to feel like a christmas exactly movie. Yeah. guacamole can answer that for us yeah so yeah i wasn't real thrilled about that one mm-hmm. watching no. it, i was like mm. and when we were done i was like i don't need to watch that again nope but never it was funny but mm. yeah all right on our second movie yes batman returns yes so this one i was like halfway through i was like As cheesy as this movie is, I actually probably enjoy it as a Christmas movie more than Trading Places. Yep. I was Um, thinking
1: the exact same thing.
0: So this movie came out in 1992. Mm -hmm. Has a pretty good cast. Um, Yeah. We have Michael Keaton. We have Danny DeVito. Christopher Walken. Michelle Pfeiffer. 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 Um, Who else? Anyone else big in this movie? Um... Is pretty much it. Yeah. Um, so pretty good. So this movie is the sequel to Batman. Okay. Batman came out in 1989. Batman Returns came out in 1992. And both of them were directed by Tim Burton. Okay. And like immediately, you can see it's Tim Burton, I feel yeah. like. Oh, yeah. Like at the very beginning... Oh, and also, I feel like in the first two minutes, we got more Christmas than in the entirety of Trading Places. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: and I, I am a fan of um, backstory. Okay. Because most yes. of them, I find myself being like, why would this person be like this? You know? Even Batman. I mean, I'm assuming maybe they gave some backstory in the original Batman. But um, anyway, I liked the condensed uh, backstory that we got at the beginning of this movie for Penguin.
0: Yeah, we kind of get two origin stories in this movie. Yeah. Um, both with Catwoman and with the penguin. Mm-hmm. Uh, or penguin. Um, but like the opening when like Penguin's parents have him mm-hmm. and he's like in this cage, right? Mm-hmm. And they take him out to dump him in the river. Mm-hmm. And I'm like just looking at like the landscape. I'm like, yes, this is definitely Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, it,
1: like, it also reminded me a lot of like Adam's family.
0: Yeah. Adam's yeah. family sweeney todd
1: yeah nightmare uh, before christmas yeah which yeah. i've
0: never seen but oh really yeah i've never oh. seen that we should have i haven't seen that. a lot of tim burton movies like corpse bride or mm. what's the uh the other one that people like at madeline matt
1: oh yeah
0: something like that i forget Coraline, no that's it yeah is caroline or Coraline is
1: Coraline a tim burton movie i'm pretty positive that would make sense but i didn't know that yeah huh
0: um so anyways i feel like you can definitely tell maybe that's just because i knew but it's it's got that dark yeah um just very like,
1: cold feeling
0: yeah yeah um and it felt very the whole movie feels very comical in the sense yeah. that like like a comic i don't know if there's another word for oh. that but like now, Batman. They it, at least the, like the Christian Bale Batmans were so like dark and mm-hmm. dingy and gritty. Mm-hmm. These are dark, but in like a like a funny way. Yeah, like They're I'm like, riding a ride yeah. at a theme park. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, it's like goofy, funny, right? Kind of right,
0: hokey. Yes, um, that type of thing.
1: Not like. Not like legitimately scary, right? I feel like
0: although the penguin is pretty. I mean, Danny DeVito, gross looking. I mean, that's like a role made for him, right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I honestly, he's. I kept thinking the whole time. I'm like, man, he's really good at acting. Like to pull that role off, that like, I don't know. Yeah. I did it when I was. I was looking up uh, random trivia on IMDb because I was curious um, if Michelle Pfeiffer did the actual whip. Uh, okay. um, and i thought maybe they'll have something in there about that i didn't find anything but um i saw that danny devito stayed in character between um acts no um shots scenes scenes scenes. that's what i'm thinking of. um so anyway i was like oh that I, I could see that that would make sense that like stupid like noise that he makes the whole time yeah, yeah. 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 i'm thinking like man yeah. like Yeah, to to like stay in that kind of character and like keep that grossness going. Right. Ugh.
0: Yeah. And he's like constantly like spitting while he's talking, (laughs) like this black fluid is coming out of his mouth.
1: Ink. Yeah.
0: It's interesting to be like such a
1: gross looking person. That
0: type of actor where like people hire you to be that kind of role. Yeah. Because I guess I mean, he's a short, balding round man yeah and like he like embraces it like i I don't know if i've seen him in like a serious role Mm. where he's not kind of like the butt of of a joke joke. yeah um interesting i'm trying to think if i have i like can't think of very many of his roles right now i think of like matilda matilda i'm thinking of um it's always sunny yeah i mean he's like the gross guy um i think of um no, oh, I guess I'm not thinking of it. I was just thinking of it, um, but yeah, he always played. Oh, in Friends, in that one scene he had in Friends where he's like the male stripper. Oh yeah, the- but he's like laughable, right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's like yeah. short and right. but he's always full of energy. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, very good actor. The
0: Lorax. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Also, speaking of goofy characters, Christopher Walken is in this movie <laughs> as like a like he's got like wild hair. He's kind of over the top.
1: Yeah. Um, Again, very like comic book looking. Yeah. And like,
0: it makes me wonder how did Christopher Walken get famous? Did he have a serious role (laughs) in older movies that I don't know of? I
1: do think he was an actor in like the 60s. Like, he's got to be like,
0: he had to start as like a New York mobster actor, right? Because that's what I always feel like when I see him. But I'm like, I've never seen him in that role. I've seen him in like click and like. Yeah. Um Well, he's in Catch Me If You Can as a, a kind of serious role, mm. but like you have SNL, like, um, need more cowbell. Like I feel yeah. like that's like Christopher yeah. Walken yeah. more than anything. Um, but I don't know. He's just always like surprises me in these weird roles that he's in.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Or he's just like, kind of a strange guy. Yeah, he's never like that gangster that I think that he's gonna be.
1: It was hard for me to take him seriously in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, seriously? Like, is this really going to be like the main bad guy? But he grew on me a little bit. Um, this penguin is the bad guy. Well, there's a lot of villains in this movie. I did think about that. Uh, at, yeah. At one point, I was like, man, they have like a lot, a lot of storylines going on here between uh, Christopher Walken's character, which I forget what his name was Max. Oh, yeah. Max Shrek. Shrek yeah. And the penguin and Catwoman like yeah i
0: think max shrek christopher walken's character thought he could control penguin Mm, because he wanted him to be mayor yeah he
1: thought he could manipulate him
0: so that he could make a power plant when gotham already has a surplus of power yeah they even though like everything is dark there all the
1: time (laughs) (laughs) they didn't explain that at all no like they questioned it several times blatantly in the movie about like why do we need more power but yeah. they never explained what his motive was
0: like he didn't explain why he wanted more power right like is he going to use it for some big evil right like something but yeah. he doesn't explain that
1: nope
0: um but the penguin ends up taking matters into his own hands and mm-hmm. i mean he starts off he does start off kind of innocent right i mean that's his his goal isn't to be isn't to like destroy people right
1: um i don't know it's kind of confusing because what he has he finds like dirt on max shrek right about his power plants causing right. um like issues with the contamination but
0: that was only oh sorry
1: go that ahead. was yeah. like his blackmail to uh have max shrek help him yeah but help to, like, him come help into it, society yeah, yeah help him not be like the gross penguin guy right yeah
0: but then Max Shrek is like, well, you could be mayor. Yeah. And then Batman gets in the way. Because Batman figures out that he is the leader of this Red Triangle Right. So that's circus. what
1: I'm, I'm trying to figure out is like, what was. Because that happened before Max Shrek and Penguin got together. So, like, what was yeah. the Penguin's plan? Is he getting
0: revenge all, because they the shut down the
1: circus? Yeah, I don't know.
0: So that was kind of interesting. Um, the circus as like the bad guys Mm -hmm. or as like the minions Mm -hmm. of the bad guy in theory great i think the circus people like could very easily be changed into like people that could be killers yeah yeah, yeah. right Mm -hmm. people already have this kind of like yeah thought of circus people that way Mm -hmm. people that work at the circus um oh danny devito is also in dumbo as the circus leader oh really i just saw that right now that's funny um anyways so but it just came off so corny in this movie like literally there was this at one point there was this lady running away from a guy with a torch riding a unicycle <laughs> i'm like come on just push him over right <laughs> like he's riding a unicycle and then batman comes in with his car and the unicycle runs into it and i'm like this is like ridiculous yeah, yeah. and they're always like doing cartwheels instead of walking <laughs> or, like Catwoman's always like doing handsprings <laughs> instead of walking or like,
1: prowling yeah just walk <laughs> like, you can just, just walk, walk
0: yeah um yeah so the circus gang was kind of uh kind of hokey the
1: circus storyline was another like unfinished mm-hmm. storyline because they talked about they like batman was doing that research on the that tool from the library <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i forget called? what that thing's called where you like
0: swipe through news articles yeah i forget what yeah. that's called but
1: um anyway he's doing research on there and he like brings up these articles about this circus that was shut down and there were like uh people missing and one uh circus person in particular and
0: well they talked about like, they like they were going through like the members of the circus yeah and they were talking about like bird boy was one of the oh, members. Right, right, right. And then when they like shut down the circus that one of the members escaped before they were shut down. So it must have been the penguin.
1: Yeah, but like how did he get from like I don't know, it's kinda weird. Like they didn't yeah. imply enough, I felt yeah, like yeah. for me to tie that all together. It was
0: I think it was just enough for Batman to see that Penguin wasn't all good when he came out to mm-hmm. society. Penguin's like, well, I mean, Batman's like, okay, well. He was skeptical. I think he's yeah. up to something else.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Okay. Interesting. Cool. Um, now, I have a little something here for one of our listeners. Oh. He's a patron of our other podcast. Okay. Granny Shifting. Um His name is Aftershock. Okay. So, I told him that me and you were recording an, a uh, Christmas episode tonight. Or a Christmas movie episode. And he said, um, is it in Her Majesty's Secret Service, I think it's called, which is a James Bond movie. He's a huge James Bond fan. And I said, no, it's not that movie. Um, But I linked it. All right. (laughs) So at one point, Batman is talking to Catwoman Mm -hmm. when they're Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said, why, he's talking about his why him and his ex-girlfriend broke up, because mm. um, he couldn't handle the duality personality thing, yeah, uh, or dual personality thing. And he calls his ex-girlfriend Vicky. Yeah. So I went up and I looked in Batman, the first one mm-hmm. from 1989, also has Michael Keaton. Um, and his girlfriend is Vicky in that movie. Okay. Played by Kim Basinger, Basinger, I don't know how you say it. Okay. And then I found that she uh, was, she played a character called Domino Petacci across from Sean Connery in James Bond Never Say Never Again. Oh. So there is a James Bond link, but it's not a James Bond movie.
1: But we basically watched a James Bond movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Yeah
0: um I actually just looked up to see if the girl from the last movie was Vicky yeah and I was I looking through the that. pictures and I was like oh there's her and
1: Sean Connery <laughs> and
0: I'm like oh I wonder if she was in a yeah. James Bond movie so that was just funny
1: yeah but. um I did I figured there was a few references to whatever movie or movies had come before this one I didn't know you know how this was in the lineup
0: so the opening sequence how old do you think the baby penguin is when they sent him down the river
1: yeah i thought about that because and i realize this isn't something you're supposed to think about <laughs> with these kind of movies but i'm thinking i mean he said he spent his first christmas in the sewers
0: so he was one
1: so he was less than one but i'm when i even when i was like thinking of his hands like reaching out of the pack and play cage thing that he was in i was like okay like i guess i could see that as a one-year-old um Right,
0: he just so everyone knows, when he's still at home, his parents are creeped out by him. Put him in this like enclosed pack and play. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Yeah, but he reaches out and grabs a cat, and I, pulls I don't know. it if, in with him. Yeah, yeah I don't know it if he can... eats it or plays with it or. I don't know. Anyways.
1: Um. Anyway, yeah. I my thought was like, could a one year old survive by itself? Being raised by penguins? Like, mm, I don't think so. (laughs) There's no... And then my mind was like, I wonder what the youngest kid to survive by themselves is. (laughs) And then my mind was like, that's so sad to think about. I don't want to think about kids without responsible parents. So my mind went in a dark, sad direction.
0: Much like Tim Burton's did. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Much like Tim Burton wanted me to
0: (laughs) What I thought about was the transition. You see, like the whole opening credits, you see this basket this, with this baby, <laughs> and it floating miles and miles down downstream. the sewer. I mean, it's a storm. It's a river yeah. storm drain. I don't know. They call it the sewers, but, um, anyways. So and then it says thirty-three years later. And I'm supposed to believe that the penguin is 33 years old. 34. Do you know how old Danny DeVito was when he filmed this?
1: Uh, I'm guessing mid-40s. 48. It was 48 when they filmed this movie. And he's playing
0: a 33-year-old sewer penguin. I just thought it was funny. I'm like, 33? What? That's funny. I guess you can't put age on like a creature physical deformity like that i don't even know yeah that's it was very strange (laughs) but um do you think his physical deformity is what caused him to act the way he does or is it his upbringing or was it his parents lack of love on him like if his parents would have treated him like a normal baby he probably would have been normal like why did he pull that cat into him like we think of it as like very malicious but maybe he's just like i have no interaction with anybody or anything
1: so say from the minute he's born they're disgusted by him him. yeah Yeah. so i definitely think it's a um product of his environment yeah (laughs) if trading places taught me (laughs) anything
0: (laughs) really we should do an experiment where we switch batman Oh and the penguin. penguin. Yeah. And see how they turn out. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. And then we'll throw Jamie Lee Curtis in there just for <laughs> kicks and giggles. Yeah. Just to see what happens. <laughs> um so on a scale from 1 to 10, um how would you rate this movie as a movie?
1: Mm, I would put it at like a 5, I guess. I mean, it was definitely better than Trading Places. I don't know that i need to watch it again but it wasn't the worst thing i've ever seen
0: yeah i also put it at a five i actually put it lower than trading places because well i didn't laugh really at it other than oh. at the, like the ridiculousness at of the it penguins butt <laughs> yeah the penguins <laughs> toad butt <laughs> Um that cracks
1: me up how much they like showed it
0: well he's wearing like a onesie most of the time um but i didn't laugh as much like it wasn't funny yeah um it was really hokey even like the batmobile it's like (laughs) yes if i'm like a like an eight-year-old kid i'm like oh that's such a cool car but like looking at it i'm like it's just so hokey yeah Yeah. i I don't know and maybe that's what batman i mean batman has always kind of been that so yeah kind of before this there was the first Batman, which okay. I assume, I mean, it has the same Batmobile. I assume it's very similar to this movie. Mm-hmm. And then the next movie before that, as far as I know, is just Batman the movie. Okay. Which is the one with Adam West, where it's like super corny. Okay. Where like, I, you've never seen it?
1: Mm-mm.
0: I used to own it. It was like 1966. <laughs> and like, he's in like this like tight suit that like doesn't show any muscles at all. <laughs> like now he like has like a cool suit Insert. right yeah <laughs> right um and so it was a major transition from that but it's still it's been corny all along yeah. until christian Bales. all i can
1: picture is the uh superhero from spongebob
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes i forgot uh kelp man no what is it, is it i forget I he's got man. like a
1: starfish on his mouth <laughs>
0: <laughs> i forget but i know who you mean yeah barnacle boy and. Yes.
1: Oh. oh so close
0: i barnacle boy is the anyways yeah. i've i don't think i've ever watched a full episode of spongebob what yeah oh man i don't i don't really like it
1: <laughs> i don't either but <laughs> did when i was 10 all right level of
0: christmas christmasness, christmas-ness.
1: Mm. um was there anything Christmassy about it i guess what was that one dance thing
0: the Masquerade? Yeah. Yeah, that was a Christmas party. I mean, so... Oh, I'll let you finish Sorry, before yeah, I, I, should, yeah, I give my um,
1: rating. I would say maybe like a five also. Okay. I guess because it's like winter time, It definitely felt like a wintry movie. More obviously. than Trading Places. Um, yeah, somewhat. Yeah, I mean, the whole movie is very like cool colors cold theme
0: yeah i would i would give this a six for Christmassiness. okay um they mention christmas quite often in this movie really yeah they say it's christmas time <laughs> at the very end he says merry christmas um because he says about like at the very end he says um and goodwill towards men oh yeah yeah and and women, women. <laughs> um they it's talk about like the line. christmas um i know they just keep mentioning the word christmas okay it the very first thing happened on christmas day when they got rid of what's his name oh yeah yeah that's true they They show the christmas Christmas tree tree. yeah it opens with snowing yeah i um, I can see that now and yeah the christmas tree lighting they do that twice Yeah. and so Hmm. it's definitely Christmassy to me yeah more than trading places was um Trading places, Christmas was happening like in the very background. Yeah. This, like, Christmas was the events were happening around Christmas. Yeah. So, but um, not based on Christmas.
1: I wanted to mention um, you said about how you noticed all of the dead ends on the scenes, mm-hmm. like the street scenes. Right. So that they didn't have to show like a full street. Um, and when I was browsing through the IMDb trivia, mm-hmm. they mentioned that half of the Warner Brothers set, or Warner Brothers lot, right. was taken up by Batman sets. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Half of it. Again, like, wow. And they still had to, like... Right. Even, like, those cave scenes uh, mm. in the Bat Lair whatever right like some of them look so fake and, right but i'm still thinking like how much of this did they actually build um yeah it's just interesting or like the the main like cave penguins like main cave and right. stuff right right interesting to i thought that was about. an
0: interesting idea to have penguin like in a grow up in a like abandoned zoo Kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, it took me a little bit. I was at first, I was yeah. like, okay, where did he flew to? Why are there penguins in right. Gotham City? Yep,
0: yeah, immediate thought. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then, but then it all it did tie together. Yeah, pretty well. That was they made it sh- illogically logical. Right.
0: <laughs> um and, uh, uh, speaking from someone who's been on the WB set. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow. I remember, I remember
0: being there, and they had like
1: not fully appreciating the fact that you were on the Gilmore Girls set. Right, I yeah. remember that for sure. Yeah. I was just like,
0: oh, whatever. Right, <laughs> yeah. Gilmore Girls. I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> uh, but I remember them having like set up, um, street blocks, mm-hmm. and like they did have like um, roads where like the houses got progressively smaller, mm-hmm. so it looked like you were looking down a long road, right? Like perspective wise. But it was actually just like houses getting smaller, but it was like it was like really wild.
1: Yeah. Um even But when- we did
0: get to see where Spider Man oh, got yeah. kissed
1: hanging upside down. Wow. That was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, even when we were at uh Hollywood Studios maybe? Uh, where the like Muppets
0: right spot yeah.
1: was there's like a there's like a scene like a studio mm-hmm. set there kind of that's yeah. supposed to look like a street scene but it's just like a dead end right with a perspective painting on it basically that makes it yeah. look like a street it's kind of cool to see that sort of stuff
0: yeah yeah but again with those dead ends and like the short streets yeah it just it looks it's a
1: lot of like like corners of right. streets because that's easy to right it looks yeah.
0: very comic book yeah and I think that's what people who like this want to see yeah um it'd be interesting it'd be interesting to see the people that like these movies did they also like the christian bale movies right um because they're so different
1: yeah it's interesting i didn't think about this till just now but like tim burton is a very like cartoony Mm -hmm. sort of director like all of his movies even uh sweeney todd has this like uh, cartoony kind of feel to it like right. it, all the makeup is so exaggerated right. and like you know things like that so it is it's it does tie together as like weird as that seemed to me at first because i was thinking of batman movies as like action movies you know right where you're thinking about the explosions and the fights and stuff like that but i think back then they were probably thinking more about how it was supposed to look like a comic and right. that makes sense oh he did I,
0: edward scissor hands okay oh
1: yeah yeah I did think about Danny DeVito's makeup in this movie it was really good. Like the they made him look really gross. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> uh and it didn't look I mean, it, it didn't look fake. Um like not that I believed it was real, but <laughs> Right. Right, right, right. It didn't look obviously fake. Right. Yeah.
0: Um I mean, he did Alice in Wonderland Mm. that makes like mm-hmm. perfect for him. Yep. Um, he did Dumbo, which Danny DeVito's in that. Mm. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So him oh, and yeah, yeah, him mm. and that makes sense. Johnny Depp have some mm. situation because he did. Yep. The one where he's a vampire as well, Dark Shadows. Okay. Um, but not a lot of these got great reviews. He did Big Fish. Really? Um Yeah. That.
1: that kind of makes sense. That one's an oddball movie yeah
0: like i said beetlejuice oh yeah uh very very uh (laughs) similar types of movies which he they do well so um cool but yeah that is uh that was our unconventional christmas movie Yeah. i think it'd be fun to do a couple the only problem i had with doing that this year was that we didn't get to watch like any actual Christmas movies? Mm, we like barely were able to squeeze. Like this is like, if you're listening to this, it's Friday. Uh, we are currently recording at 11 p.m. Thursday, <laughs> so that kind of gives you an idea of how we were able to squeeze these into our schedule. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was uh, some added stress into our Christmas week. But yeah, I appreciate Mel coming on to talk to me about these movies. But
1: Merry Christmas this year. Your- your present so <laughs> you got me for christmas <laughs> omg i'm so thankful wrap it up okay let's <laughs>
0: wrap it up thank you to our patrons Allie, aaron tim mcpeachy tyler spicy j casey john melissa dan valerie josh hopefully you guys got your christmas cards in the mail uh and hopefully you enjoyed those thank you guys for being such great patrons and the best coolest people in the galaxy yep
1: wonderful wonderful people
0: every time i'm like oh does anybody care about this podcast i'm like mm-hmm. well they do here's some people that care <laughs> <laughs> and melody yeah
1: i was gonna say i don't remind you enough apparently
0: <laughs> um no so hopefully we can squeeze in a couple christmas movies in the next couple of days before <laughs> i lose the old oh, before see. christmas loses its luster we haven't <laughs> watched white christmas we haven't watched watch love actually mm-hmm. we've watched we haven't watched pride and prejudice <laughs>
1: Right, classic christmas movie right
0: there is there snow at some point in them <laughs> um but yeah so thanks mel for being here
1: yeah sure hope
0: you sleep well tonight
1: thanks i'll be here all night okay
0: <laughs> thanks everyone for listening hope you have a great christmas merry christmas and we will see you later thanks for listening be Bye. safe oh
1: <laughs> you tricked me <laughs>
0: I forgot that I say this. (laughs) Be safe.
1: Be courteous. Bye. Bye. See you later, alligator.